This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love memories. Aren't they great? This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again from What the Hell is Happening for another Homes Alone edition. It's Sunday, February 7th, Super Bowl Sunday. Big game Sunday, I guess I'm supposed to say, if I don't want to get sued. 2021. And my guest today, our returning champ, Claire Kramer, Sam Levine, and Nick Thune. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hello, Doug. <laughs> this part's always weird because nobody knows when when to speak. But I will introduce you now individually, starting with a comedian who hasn't been on uh, this show for a minute, but he's been he has been on a bunch of times. 
and he's one of my co-stars uh, in the film, Mr. Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. It's Love Nick Thune. Hey, Nick Thune. Hello. Hey. It's <laughs> like that. I just pretending like you just called me and said that. Oh, okay. This is a good phone conversation. Let's just have a phone combo. It is like a big, uh, it is like a phoner where like a DJ just calls a bunch of comedians in their homes. <laughs> is that's what, that must be happening on some of those morning radio things like Bob and Tom. They must just be calling in, right? Oh yeah. And I mean, I'm on my standing desk with a treadmill right now, just, <laughs> just going crazy, just flipping calls. So I'm glad I got you on, on the line here. Since the last time you were on the show, I finally saw, I now I'm going to butcher the title, I fear, uh, Dave Made a Maze. Oh, yeah. That's right? Yeah. yeah. Dave Made a Maze. That's um, it. That's the one. Yeah. Very, the ingenuity in that movie and that it continues for an entire feature length is uh, quite, uh, it's quite something. Yeah, that was a fun, that's one of those fun projects where you're like, oh. Glad I did that. I'm glad I gave up a month of my life for that one. Yeah, there's nothing like it. It's really, it's really wild. Um, but you're here. Part of the reason you're here is to uh, promote a, a movie that um, I believe is it. Uh, it's out right now. Yeah, it's like it's on demand. It's on. It's on all the things. And it's called the Right One. Yes, the Right One. Are you the titular character? You know, there's, it's me and Cleopatra Coleman. Um, we're, we're kind of, we're like the co-star characters. I'm, you know, the, the movie was originally named Godfrey and that's the name of my character. Um, so that would make it seem like I was, but I'd say it's pretty evenly co-starred that my guy is the guy you play multiple people in the movie. So it's kind of like a, more like one of those split character type, like, you know, me, myself and Irene, except not Jim Carrey. <laughs> wow. That sounds fun. And then, um, there's some other comedians in it as well. Right. I think Eliza's in it. Eliza's in it. Yep. David Koechner's in it. Yeah. Um, and it's on demand now. It's on. Yep. Apple and Amazon. All that stuff. It's like a world. It's, on, it's, you know, on the World Wide web. All right. Well, thank you for coming by. It's been great talking to you. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Doug. That was a you great know, This talk. is like Jeopardy. The chit chat is, you know, quick. We get right to, you know, we get into the games. Yeah, we do. Uh, but also, we also talk a little bit about movies first, too. But I've got to introduce our current champion. Mm -hmm. Fourth appearance in a row. Bringing it week after week. It's Claire Kramer. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I mean, do you feel like a bully at this point, Claire? Like just showing up every week, and <laughs> beating everybody? Well, last week leaned into my um, expertise of YA novel adaptions. So I feel like that was a lucky break for me. We'll see. I mean, Sam is, you know, legendary on the show and he's a tough competitor. So I don't know. I don't know what today has in store, but I every time I'm on the show, I enjoy it. It's super fun. Well, that's what I was uh, just about to say after chatting with you is that I brought in a ringer. No oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, a lot of pressure on you, Sam, because <laughs> what I'm really hoping for today is for you to play with the kind of expertise that leads to a win for Nick Thune. Mm -hmm. that's, 
<laughs> That's what I'd like to do. I, I don't even know what game we're playing. Sneaky gameplay where you win it for Nick. I, yeah. I think. Get I Claire think... the heck out of here. Yeah. But no, I... it, is, it is delightful having Claire every week. And if, and if she wins again today, uh, everyone's going to be quite impressed. It's fun. I think Sam and I did your live show together at House of Blues in San Diego. Is, is that right, Sam? That is 100% correct, Claire. That was super fun also. I miss those mm -hmm. live shows, but it's great podcasting. And thank you guys for having me. Thank you, Doug. Oh, it's that's how much that's how much Sam knows, by the way, not just about movies. He knows who he did the podcast with, too. You could quiz well, him on Claire that. That was Claire who said it. I was just confirming. Right. I know you confirmed it. That's a fact. <laughs> oh, that's why we're going to go head to head today, Sam. <laughs> Can't wait. Congratulations in advance, Nick. Litany of useless <laughs> knowledge here. <laughs> yeah, people are asking me all the time, why doesn't Sam... Levine smoke weed and I go because I need somebody to remember things. <laughs> <laughs> and Thank you. To be able to call somebody and go, what? Where were yep. we? Oh yeah. What city was that? Oh yeah. Comic Con, House of Blues. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that was fun. Um, and well, yeah, like you said, I hope we get back to that. But for now, we're uh, we're zooming it up, which makes when someone says no to me about being on the show, it's a little it's a little bit more insulting because they don't even have to leave. Their <laughs> <home>. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, you know what, Nick Thune, I did want to ask you about uh, your role in the movie Venom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. Why do you think they called you Beardo at bar? <laughs> <laughs> Because I pitched it to the director while we were shooting it. And he literally, I, I was like, my name was James or something, or I don't know what it was. I was like, you should just call him Beardo at the bar. <laughs> and, did. and then I text him and I was like, come on, man. Like now that's on my IMDb. That was mostly a joke. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a, that's a solid joke. <laughs> I've got, I've got a pretty eclectic IMDb. I play like a character named Rich's penis. I got, Beardo at the bar, handsome Santa. I've got a lot of great roles. <laughs> wow. I like handsome uh, Santa. Yeah, I was a Nordstrom Santa Claus, like you would, I'm sure, imagine a handsome Santa would be. You know, I took my son, who was four at the time. He had an audition, and at the same audition in the same commercial casting place, they were casting Santas. And so there were like 15 Santas who looked completely real, and it blew his mind. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that wasn't one of those auditions where he showed up and they were like, all right, we're ready to see you. And he all of a sudden gets the Santa role just right. by being there in an accident. <laughs> just, <Right>. Whoops. <laughs> just like how Pacino the right got the godfather. Yeah. He, he's, just, <laughs> he's out of the age range, but there's just, he's got a spark that just really, <laughs> really sucks. Can he grow a beard or should we get him one? Definitely get him one. <laughs> we can fix everything in post. We'll just do, uh, we'll just put some ping pong balls on him and uh, change it all later. Do you think ping pong games are ever changed in post? So many <laughs> ping pong balls? I think like, uh, isn't Forrest Gump's a total fake, fake out yep. ping pong. So's balls of fury. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, fun Forrest Gump fact for the movie fans. Uh, I, I can't believe I never picked up on this, uh, but I read about it recently. And then the last time I watched Forrest Gump, I can confirm it. Um, so after Forrest admits he doesn't know how to play ping pong and then the other soldiers like the secret is never take your eye off the ball. Every time after that, you see Forrest playing ping pong. He literally never even blinks. Mm. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's why it's he's like so how he never stops, stops running when he scores that touchdown. Yeah, just keep running. 
<laughs> I really like uh, Sally Fields in that movie playing his mother. She's like, you know, a year and a half older than him at the time. And five years prior to that movie in 1988, they played would-be lovers in Punchline, your favorite movie, Doug. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a perfect diagram of what happens to <laughs> actresses. It doesn't happen. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Going from love interest to mom and just a few <laughs> the blink of an eye. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So um, same thing for child actors in Santa. It's just like what? Yeah. What? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, the box office report is uh, you know sad every week. Um, uh, the Little Things, that movie with uh, that Jared Leto just got nominated for a Golden Globe. Uh, that movie's still number one at the North American box office, bringing in a whopping 2.1 million <laughs> at a combination of socially distanced theaters and uh, drive-ins. Um, Claire, last week, you, during the portion where I ask everybody to recommend uh, a motion picture. You suggested the film Palmer, mm -hmm. which I watched yesterday. Did you love it? Uh, I The second time was the charm. The first time I fell asleep within two minutes. <laughs> as I sit in a really comfortable beanbag in front of the TV. And, um, you know, uh, and sometimes, because that movie starts out very, it's just the scenery is nice. It feels like it's, footage to try to make you fall asleep. Um, but then once they get into the story, then of course, uh, the, the second time I tried to watch it, I got through the whole thing. And uh, I don't know how they're promoting it because I try to pay as little attention to movie promotions as possible, but uh, it's all about that kid for me. I mean, Justin Timberlake does a fine job, but that kid- he was phenomenal, That kid right? is amazing. That kid is just so like, so lovable and you just it just it just breaks your heart the situation that kid's in but then the kid is still so uh resilient uh and sweet uh, even though all this is all this stuff is happening uh anyway yeah i really uh, i really liked it a lot so that was a good good recommendation i'm so glad you watched it. it it is a great movie and like i said the kid is amazing i totally agree he makes the movie and the second best thing is you don't realize you're watching dustin timberlake so. Yeah, week after week, my guests come through here and they suggest movies and every once in a while I watch one, but I've never really, you know, done a complete follow through. So I think that's what I'm going to do now. You know, now that I say this, people are going to start recommending yeah. things that I've never <laughs> seen in a million years. But, you know, if it's something I've seen before, I don't have to watch it again. I don't feel. But uh, what do you have for us this week, Claire? What would you like to... Uh, Okay. Well, this this watching was um, prompted by award season and by the SAG Award nominations specifically, uh, being Amy Adams and Glenn Close, who were nominated oh. for Hillbilly Elegy. Yeah. And I had not seen the movie and I had not read the book, which if you guys know me, you know I like to read the books before I watch the movies. But I decided to forego that in lieu of coming on today and watch the movie. And I don't care what critics say. I really liked it. I thought, you know, it was, it's Ron Howard. So to me, Ron Howard has a way of making 
bad things nice. <laughs> so even though this story was about, like, when you look at the movie, you think the story is going to be a conflict between the mother and the daughter, but it's actually, that's not the story at all. And um, I grew up in Ohio, not far from Middleton, maybe 45 minutes. And I felt like I was watching like my life before I moved to New York City at 17. So this movie, I know critics panned it. Everyone's like, it's caricatures. It's, you know, they're not real people. They're exploiting, you know, poverty. I'm telling you, it is as true to life as anything I've seen depicting like central Ohio, Kentucky, Virginia, all that. I loved it. Um, not a 10 out of 10, but like a strong seven. But when you were 17, you like, let's say you go to New York for a year, then when you go back home to visit, are you a totally under, uh, you know, a totally uninteresting character? <laughs> um, like, I just didn't think wait. the son, I just didn't think he right. popped. Like, they really, I think they needed a star there. And I don't know if that guy. I think they cast him, though, happen. by looks, because, I mean, I'm not saying he did it. The actor was fine, but you're right. He didn't, he didn't break through anything and I actually didn't think Amy Adams did either and I it, you know and it was the collective for me that spoke to me as a movie not individual performances if you look at the way they cast they cast the characters who look almost identical to the real life people like if you're at the end of the movie where they do mm -hmm. the side by side yeah, you're like wait I can't part. even I can't even tell who's who you know like where's the actor um I I just like to me people who were critiquing this movie and saying such negative things come from a, a upbringing, I'm gonna assume, and maybe I'm wrong, but an upbringing of you know, wealth and coastal cities and different types of culture. And this is the first time I've seen, other than in a documentary, something where I'm like, that's me, that's where I grew up, that's exactly what my life is like. I had an aunt who was three days older than me. You know, I've, I've been to a million, OD funerals from the time I was, you know, five. And it just, to me, it wasn't a character. It was an actual depiction of what life is like. So that's what I re yeah. responded to. Well, that's the thing is sometimes real life, uh, you know, like if somebody made a movie about attacking the Capitol and everybody behaved the way they did in the real scenario, <laughs> people would be, this is the dumbest movie. Why yeah, would nobody's... this, how could this possibly happen? <laughs> right, but I think that it's the first time there's been sort of a light shown into the, the way it is growing up, especially, you know, the 70s, 80s, 90s in the Midwest and the Southern Midwest. So that, I, I liked it. I, like I said, not a 10 out of 10, not, not a baby driver, <laughs> not a tenant, but a, a six and a half, seven. And I definitely think if you haven't seen it, go see it because who cares what people on Rotten Tomatoes say? Like sometimes I also feel like movies start to tank and then everybody's like, oh, that movie. That's true. I, 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 this is, there's I something. I did have that initial, like when, as soon as the reviews started coming out for that movie and they weren't good, they were like, in my head, they were like confirming my suspicions, you know? So I was just like, I don't need to bother with that movie, at least not right away. And then after a little time, I decided to give it a chance and I, I got through the whole thing. I didn't, I didn't dislike it. I just, uh, it's a little long. I will say yeah, that. It's like, a much, yeah. And it's also just for me. Review Leonard Moulton. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I just said what a, quite a review, Leonard Malton. Yeah, Leonard Malton thinks everything's too long. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, 
What about you, Sam? Do you have a uh, recent uh, treasure that you? Um, I, I don't have any. I don't have any recent treasures. Um, I mean, I've watched uh, quite a few of the um, you know uh, uh, award contending films, which I'm sure you've oh. seen all of. So I don't I think there's going to be them. anything new there. Yeah, um, I rewatched uh, the Trial of Chicago Seven. Because mm. uh, I really liked it the first time, and I wanted to watch it again because Sorkin's dialogue kind of, you know, there's always extra stuff you're going to miss the first time. Um, and uh, that, that's a really, that, really good movie. That's your official recommendation? I mean, I'm sure you've seen it. No, my official recommendation is uh, Dog Day Afternoon. Oh, okay. Mm. Not that you haven't seen it. Of course you have, but I'm betting, like me, it's been a very long time. So give it a rewatch. Is it streaming somewhere? Probably. <laughs> I watched it on TCM. I looked up yeah. something today that I was hoping was streaming somewhere and it's not streaming anywhere. And I was, that's frustrating to me because it feels what like movie? now there's so many services that it's, everything should be streaming somewhere. I agree. What were you looking movie? for, Doug? I was looking for, now I can't even remember what it was I was looking for. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it wasn't streaming. So I was, so right. I was out of luck. That's why I well. forgot immediately because I don't want to sit around and <laughs> Gotcha. Um, I, just, I can't have i think you can watch dog day afternoon on hbo max uh or uh direct tv or watch tcm those apps all have it apparently oh okay thank you very much you're very welcome because you know hillbilly elegy is on netflix ah yeah you know claire comes in prepared with a title that people can access easily. <laughs> I think a lot of people have HBO Max. No, it's true. It's getting uh, it's getting some action, for sure. I An just action? can't get over that Apple TV charges money. I, yeah. I think everybody watching it must be on a free trial because they they have some great stuff on there, but there's not, not a enough lot of stuff on there. Not <laughs> enough. <laughs> It's really, uh, they need to really bulk up on uh, some uh, inventory. But that's what's funny about all the streaming services now is they're getting movies from other countries and they don't, they don't, count, they don't lead with that it's from another country. They like bury that piece of information till you, you know, you're a few minutes in and the subtitles start coming up. Uh, that's when you uh, realize it. Have you seen anything lately, Nick, that you would uh, strongly recommend? I Yes, I've seen quite a few. Um, I I have this theme of, you know, like if an actor dies, I, I immediately watch a movie that they died in. Uh -huh. So I kind of get an idea of what it was like. <laughs> <laughs> and so last night I watched Beginners, Mike Mills with Christopher Plummer and uh, Ewan McGregor. Ewan? Ewan? Ewan McGregor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris e Plummer, uh, Obi Wan, Obi Wan McGregor. Obi Wan, Kinda, that's it. There he is. Yeah. He, he dies in Beginners, right? Uh, Christopher Plummer does. Yep. Yeah, and isn't there like a lot of business with his his ashes? Don't they run around with his ashes? No, no, no. I think you're thinking about Big Lebowski. I am. You're right. I get all B movies confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Beginners. Yeah, it's a great uh, movie. It is, and he won the. Uh, that's the movie he won the Oscar for. And um, mm. who's the I've lady? In that, who's the lady in that movie, Sam? In uh, Beginners. Uh huh. Ask Nick. He just watched it. 
Melanie Laurent. That's it. Oh, you, you know yeah. her from that movie you did with her. I, I knew. I know her very well. <laughs> How was she in that movie you guys did together? And uh, was that in Glorious Bastards? It was. Um, I, I, you know what? I'll tell this story now. I feel like the story has been told before, so it's not like a, a secret or anything. Uh, she actually got fired off of Inglorious Bastards after our first table read um, because Quentin just there was something about her performance he didn't love. And then like wow. we had the table read in Berlin and then she flew back to Paris uh, for something and then like got the phone call that Quentin made his changed his mind and was letting you go. And then she like got on the very first plane back to Berlin uh, and was like, we need to have a meeting. I, you need to watch me read again. Like I was not in a good space when I did that table read. I'm, I'm your Shoshana. Let's fix this. And, uh, and so then she like auditioned for him again. And uh, then he was like, okay, you, you convinced me. You can have the role again. Oh, wow. Cool. That worked out great I, for everybody. Cause she's great in that movie. She's terrific. I did the exact same thing for Beardo at the bar. <laughs> wow. Yeah. What about a spinoff project <laughs> at the bar? I think so. I think so. I think that'd be great. Do you think Beardo now is um, <laughs> part of the MCU? Do you think yeah. like yeah. you show up again? I do, and I think you know what. And I and we did. There has been a meeting or two about it, and somebody said, "What's Beardo like outside of the bar?" And that's kind of what everyone got excited about. Yeah, because you've seen him in the bar. Yeah, like uh, bar is very limiting on what person can do. <laughs> yeah, so let's let's see Beardo in the bathroom. Get him, get him out into the world. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Well, those are three excellent recommendations. I hope people check these movies out and let us know uh, how you felt about it. I did a little poll on Twitter on uh, at Douglas movies for the uh, three films that were recommended last week. And I don't have good news for you, Claire. Uh-oh. What happened? <laughs> did somebody sneeze? Bless you. It sounded like Claire sneezed right when she was saying, uh-oh. I didn't sneeze, but I, yeah. If I sneeze, I sneeze three times in a row. And you know that what? That's, me, a, that's a genetic trait. That that's was hereditary. That was a total Thune sneeze. Yeah. Oh. It's, yeah, you can't, it's not very loud because of that luxurious beard. Um, <laughs> it really muffles the sound. His, his um, sneeze muffler. Mm -hmm. <laughs> some people yeah, call Palmer, beard, some people. Uh, of the three titles that were recommended last week, uh, In and of Itself, One Night in Miami, and Palmer, uh, that one only receives 11% uh, of the vote. That's uh, okay. But... I think part of it is, I bet you some people cheated and voted without having seen all three movies. Mm. And they're all terrific, I think. So uh, you can't go wrong with any of them. But uh, we'll see what happens when I put these three titles under the scrutiny of social media. Mm. Yeah, but that's for another time. Right now, we're going to play some games, starting with the first one. Which is going to happen right after this break. We'll be right back. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back. We've got three strong players today. Clara Kramer, of course, is here for the fourth time. I was going to say in as many weeks, but we had a Thursday installment in there. So it's really it's not even been four weeks. It's just been a whirlwind. Four wins over like two and a half, three weeks. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're taking time out before the Super Bowl to be with us today. Are you a Super Bowl watcher, Claire? I will be. I enjoy, I'm a competitor, a competitor. So <laughs> I, I, anything where there's like a, you know, sense of competition, I enjoy. So I enjoy, even though I'm, and I love football. Um, it, I don't necessarily follow the NFL, but I followed college ball because my Ohio state, like was, you know, Ohio's thing. We, you know, the Buckeyes, that was, that's what you followed when you lived in Ohio. So I grew up watching college ball. And so I really appreciate the sport. So I'll definitely be watching today. All right. Do you have a favorite? I'm going to go Kansas. Okay. That'll be fun. My, My dad was born in Kansas city. So that's why oh, okay. <laughs> I'm rooting for, um, I'm rooting for uh, either team to win. That doesn't, I don't, care. <laughs> I don't care what she wins, but I want the MVP to be anyone. It'd be great if it was someone from the chiefs, but anyone, but Tom Brady as MVP would make me happy. Cause he's, <laughs> He's probably MVP every time he's won the Super Bowl. You know, and I don't want to. I don't want to say that I know who the MVP is, but I heard that they're possibly oh. giving it to the the coach of the Kansas City Chiefs' son. Oh, okay. That sounds like that's something they don't do, but you know, maybe they're breaking the rules just because uh, it's a crazy world right now. Yeah, I know because you know you got in that DUI two days ago, and they just think, "Wow, what a great player!" Yeah, let's just give him. He yeah. really brought attention to an important issue so he's the most valuable yeah yikes (laughs) (laughs) the little the five-year-old hasn't woken up yet from the coma oh no Mm. nick why did you drag me into joking about such a terrible thing (laughs) to be super fair i just found out there was a kid involved myself yeah well claire just well Let's not delete that so people know we're human, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sam, (laughs) we're just like regular people. (laughs) Podcasters Mm -hmm. say stupid shit, too. There Um, you go. What do you think about today's game, Sam? Real quick, your prediction is people will hear this after the game's over. You, You could look great. Um, I'm a big diehard Kansas city supporter. Uh, I love that city and, uh, I love the chiefs go Mahomes, and, uh, let's, let's, let's win one for the Gipper. Did you just say go my homes? Mahomes is in Patrick Mahomes. Oh, that guy. Um, you think he's going <laughs> to pull it off for reals? I do for reals. Yeah. I, uh, I'm betting on youth this time, not experience because he's got youth and experience. It's not his first time in the, in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry, the big game. I, you know, I think, right? Anybody could win. What if, sure, like, I, uh, what if, uh, you know, uh, Jeff Galuli were to club Tom Brady on the knees? What if Paul Walter Hauser did it? 
<laughs> Wait, Paul Walter Hauser though, he waits in the car, doesn't he? Or he's not even no, he's not Oh, you're right. Yeah, he's not Galuli. He's he's the other guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love all those guys. That movie's crazy. All right. Um <laughs> Nick, do you have a <laughs> prediction for the game today? Uh I mean, I'm just anything that's not Tom Brady is good for me. I'd like nice. to see him lose, nice. you know, in, in every form. Oh, okay. So we'll try to keep track if there's other things he might lose, like he might have to go second at a four-way stop or something. Yep. That, oh, God. And on the way to the game, by the way, that would – think about how that would get in his head. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, he, he can't – maybe he wears a mask when he goes places because he probably doesn't like getting recognized as much as he would normally, right? I don't feel like uh, he a lot of attention. Brady? Yeah. I don't think he leaves his compound. Oh. Giselle yeah. keeps him under a tight watch there, you know? Yeah. As she should. It's like it's like they're in the vow. He's got to text her and ask if he can have a certain amount of calories before he eats. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a that's a thing people do. In, in the vow it is. Yeah. The vow is Oh, okay. I didn't watch any of that. I just only picked up what I could from, uh, you know, Twitter. from trying to not pay attention to the tweets about it. Yeah. I still, I think I gleaned a little bit. The main thing I gleaned is that everybody thinks that the one that less people watched was the better documentary. The one on stars. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Right? I don't yeah, know. It's yeah, all a giant better mess. Than the Netflix one. Cause the Netflix one, people said that it kind of felt like they were like trying to make them seem sympathetic. Oh, really? I think, well, I watched one, it was on HBO um, and n nobody came off as sympathetic. Mm. <laughs> so there's, but that's just me. <laughs> hmm? This game we're going to play. Yes. Doug loves movies, classic called ABCD's nuts. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. uh, uh huh. Um, we're gonna start in uh, alphabetical order, so it's gonna go Claire, then Sam, then Nick, and we're gonna spell in honor of Nick's movie that's out right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to spell the right one. So by spell, I mean, when I get to you, I'm going to give you a letter. First letter is T and the, and you name any movie that begins with that letter and you, you stay in the game. It's pretty easy. But if you match the movie that I have written down in advance, if you go all psychic on me and figure out what letter movie I thought of, then you win the game automatically. Um, there's a theme that will emerge. Hmm. Or maybe not. Maybe you won't. <laughs> and what's the name of Nick's movie again, for those of us who've definitely been paying very close attention? The Right One. The Right One. Thank you. Baby. And that's R-I-G-H-T, correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> and, and one is spelled out? Yeah. O-N-E, baby. Wait, Nick, did you ask that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so the first letter's T. Give me any movie that begins with the letter T, Claire. Okay, Tenant. I know it's hard to, you know, pick up on any kind of theme with the being the very first person on the very first letter. Uh, tenant is a great answer, but I went with, I used the the as a the, and I went with the Muppet movie. Mm. Mm -hmm. mm. Indeed. Uh, now we go to Sam. Um, H. The letter is H. 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 The H. Uh, I will say, um, oh, I'm certain you went with this one. Howard the Duck. Oh, man. I mean... That would fit pretty nicely with Muppet movie on some sort of uh, furry creatures theme. Yeah, try other creatures, but no, I went with a movie uh, people might not be too familiar with called Happy Mother's Day, Love George. Oh, that was my second guess. Ah. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> Sam comes up with these these strange ones, but Howard was your answer. E mm. is the next letter, Nick. I'm going to go with another. I'm just going to go with something that starts with the letter E, like just alone, E-T. Yeah. Mm. It's very perfect. You're keeping this thing moving along nicely. I appreciate it. You didn't even bother saying the, the full title. I went with... <laughs> <laughs> I went with a movie called Expecting Mary. Got it. That's okay. it. Hmm. Indeed. There's something about Expecting Mary. Mm-hmm. All right, like next movie. letter uh, to you. Claire. Well, I had I had an R movie in reserve, but I'm gonna just take a minute to. Oh, but well, hmm. okay. I'll just go Rambo. Yeah, you got you. Uh, it's a luck of the draw. You picked a. I mean, you didn't pick it, but it came down to the letter R for you. That uh, I could not find a movie that fit the theme. Oh, for the letter hmm. R. So, but there was a short film that fit the theme. This may be a huge clue. I don't know. It's called Recalculating. Yeah, that's next, a great clue. Thank you, Sam. I knew you'd pick up on it. The next letter is <laughs> I, Sam. Give me an I movie. Uh, I'm going to go with Ishtar. It's a great one. And you even got the first three letters right. It's almost oh. like you're psychic or something oh. uh, because the actual title I wrote down is a movie called, is that a gun in your pocket? Mm. Mm. Which is a very uh, provocative title for a film. <laughs> G is the next letter, Nick. Um, I'm going to go with Goonies. Oh, classic. Is that the Goonies, Sam? Um, you know, I th I think it actually is just Goonies, but I'm not I, I, I'm not 100% sure. I'm going to say 5% chance it's the Goonies. Um, I don't have that poster in my home, so I can't go look. But uh, <laughs> since I can't say with 100% certainty, uh, I, I'm not going to argue. That poster where they're all hanging from the stalactite. Yeah, yep. it's a fun poster. It's so good. Uh, I went with a movie called Going to the Chapel. Mm. Ooh, this next one's fun. H. Mm, that's me. Um, mm -hmm. I'm feeling uh, hangover. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, or three? Uh, one. Okay. 
then it wouldn't be called that. It would just be the hangover. Um, I went with Herbie Goes Bananas. Mm-hmm. All, all these movies, by the way, that I'm naming, all, all do have something in common. I don't know if that'll help anybody to, uh, to win this game. It might have a uh, dead heat on our hands. T is the next letter, Sam. Um, all right. You've mentioned stuff like this before. I'm going to say the gun in Betty Lou's handbag. Now that oh, we're getting... that's a fun one. I just saw somebody, uh, Guy Branham was raving about that movie on Twitter today. I oh, wow. Set him off about it, but he says it's very, it's a movie he enjoys very much. I went with Texasville. Ah. Uh, ah. Ah. Okay. This next one, Nick, is the letter O. And I'll just take, you can relax because you're not going to get it in a million years. Office space. How did you, <laughs> um, but that's another exciting one where you actually said the first two letters are, are the same, O-F. Uh, this unfortunately to fit the theme again, uh, had to be a TV movie and it's called <laughs> Of The I Sing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. This was really tough. I should have put some easier ones in here. I could have, but I made it too hard. N is the next letter. Hmm. Um, I am I think I am thinking I see a theme, but I am not thinking of a movie that fits with the theme. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say national treasure. Okay. I wrote down now and then. Mm. Oh, directed by Leslie Linka Gladder. Oh. From 1995. So Sam, before you guess your E letter, just for fun, what do you think is the theme? Um, I truly don't know, Doug. I've been ripping my hair out trying to come up with this theme, but it's too it's too deep even for me, sir. I I I, I must I tap out. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, and do you have a guess for the last, final letter E? Um God, the final letter E. Uh, how about everyone says I love you? <laughs> Very nice sentiment. But again, couldn't find another title that began with E that matched the theme. So I just wrote down expecting Mary again. <laughs> <laughs> so if you had taken a wild stab and said, oh, I don't know, expecting Mary, then you would have won. I are those all Christopher Plummer movies? And I just, I don't know. Well, I don't think no, he's in now and then, but. That's, that's a little too current for my, you know, I, oh, I'm okay. a little slow on the uptake. Uh, Are they all like. Forrest Leachman. Um... Uh, the films of Cloris Leachman. And believe me, there were a lot more. She's in, she did a million episodics before, uh, you know, Peter Bogdanovich came along and put her in last picture show. And um, just an incredible actress with a crazy long ass career. Uh, I'd say, you know, highlights being, you know, Young Frankenstein, High Anxiety, Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, her own show, Phyllis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, All right. So we don't have a winner in that game, but that, don't you worry about it because we can still go in alphabetical order on the next game, which we'll play after this quick break. No flipping. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. 
But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at squeezed.com. We're back. <laughs> We're back. Sam? Uh, how how uh, frustrating was that last game? It was too hard, right? It was too difficult. It, and no, I mean, you know, I imagine if I, even if I'd come up with the theme and I'd realize you were doing Cloris Leachman movies, I'm, I'm sad to say, I don't, I don't know her filmography that well, certainly not the more obscure titles that you went with. So I don't think there was any way I could have matched you. Yeah. Texas though, isn't that, that's like the sequel to uh, Last uh, Picture Last Picture Show, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've so never seen the, it. That was the closest thing to a clue in there, but then, you know, then, that was another funny thing, though, is I would have put Young Frankenstein in there, but there's no Y in there was the no right y. one. Right. You <laughs> could have gone with the Beverly Hillbillies for the T. Um, where? Oh, for the the, the one? Yeah, for yeah. the the. Yeah. I guess I, I should have guessed that. Still I went into it all cocky thinking you'd figure out what was up. Oh, sorry, buddy. Uh, yeah. I didn't mean to let well, you down. That's all right. This is, uh, you know. This is two out of the two out of three of you are some of the best players in the in the game. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Doug. So I have very high hopes for uh, yeah. I'm just good luck to Claire going having to go against these guys. Um, so currently uh, we have nobody in the lead or nobody. You know, the only thing you win uh, by winning the first game is getting to go first in the next one. So we'll just keep the order the same with Claire and then Sam. And then Nick, this game, brand new one. Mm. I'm excited about it. It's called Phase On, Phase Off. I'll name a movie. You tell me if it features Frankie Phase On, Phase On Love, or Donald Phase On. Amazing. Amazon. Thank you. I should have said Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know just go ahead and give it a guess because this is uh this is pretty tough three fine actors who have all appeared in uh, many motion pictures uh and and other things just as a little guide little handy guide i'm going to tell you 
that you know Donald Faison from television Scrubs, Frankie <laughs> Faison from television's The Wire, and Faison Love from television's The Parenthood. That's very sweet of you, Doug, to yeah, offer that. Yeah, it's a little, little guiding thing. Now from there on in, you're on your own. Claire, I'll give you the name of a movie. You tell me which one of those three gentlemen was in it. Okay. If you don't get it right, then Sam gets a shot. If Sam misses, then uh, Nick gets a gimme. Oh, there's a there's a Frankie Faison movie I just watched the other day. I really hope you say it. Okay, let's see what happens. Claire? Yep. Which one of those dudes was in a movie called Fear of a Black Hat? Ooh, I'm going to go with uh, Frankie Faison. That is incorrect. Mm. Sam. Um, I feel like that's an older movie, so Faison Love? Faison Love is correct. All right. Good job. Thank you. That was just... You're on your way. You're only two points away from a victory, Sam. Oh, boy. (laughs) But we start with Nick on this one. Oh. Nick, Faison Love, Frankie Faison, or Donald Faison, in a movie called The Meteor Man. The Meteor Man. I'm going to go... I'm almost positive about this, actually. Donald Faison. That is incorrect. But I was positive. (laughs) Claire? (laughs) Oh, um, I am not sure about this. So I am going to have to guess, and I'm going to say Faison Love. That is correct. Nice. Uh, Yeah. Nice. I was really hoping you'd be wrong and then I'd win by default. (laughs) No, those those gimme points are so fun. Mm. Sam, Sam, you're just going to know this one. No big deal. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Indeed. The Players Club. Ooh, that has to be Donald Faison. That is incorrect. Oh, no. I've never seen the Players Club. Hairface still has a chance. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go phase on love. That is correct. Wow. Spirito yes. is on the board. <laughs> Congratulations. So exciting. We start with Thank Claire. You. Okay. Little lazy afternoon motion picture called Friday. Well, I know that. I know that's. Not Donald, so I, I think that's Faison. Love, sorry. The first Faison person. Yes. <laughs> the first name, Faison. Yes, Faison Love, am I right? Faison is correct. Woo! Claire has two points. He's very memorable. He, he, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going. And I love Sam. that movie. <laughs> it's Sam's turn. You ready, Sam? I'm ready, man. I hope you say the movie I'm thinking of. Okay. Which one of those dudes was in Blue Crush? Ooh. Um, wait, I actually saw that movie. Uh, I saw it on an airplane. Uh, so whoever, whichever one we're thinking of, it's not, he's not one of the main people. Um, 
I want to say Donald Faison, but I don't think that's been right. So I swear to God, I think like eight of these have been Faison Love. So Faison Love. You're sticking with Faison Love just because others have been Faison Love? I, in my, I'm just trying to play along. It seems like almost every answer has been Faison Love and I can't say with certainty. So that's my guess. That is correct. It is Faison Love. <laughs> you bastard. Wouldn't that be hilarious if I just only I just found a book about phase on love and that's <laughs> <laughs> all the answers are just phase on love. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, so Sam's got two, Claire's got two, and uh, Nick, you still you've got one, but you've got another point coming your way right now. Oh, you good. Tell me which one of those dudes was in a movie called Idlewild. Ooh. Idlewild. Oh, I think I've seen that movie. Which I assumed was about Idlewild here in California, but I guess there's more than one. Um, I guess, I mean, I'm tempted to go with the, the fact that you've only chosen Phase on Love so far. Um, you think I'd still keep doing that? In fact, yes, I do, and I'm going with Phase on Love. Is that your, that's that's your final do. answer? Yeah. That is correct. Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Claire. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> I feel good about this, Claire. Um, I'm, you know. <laughs> but this is where he tricks you. Mike B. By the way, Mike I B. have not heard of Faison. A phase off yet, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> it's the films of Frankie Faison, Donald Faison, Faison Love, and to Claire Kramer for the potential win, which one of those was in the movie called The Paper Boy? Hmm. That sounds like an older movie. Um, I auditioned for that movie. Oh, well, maybe it's... <laughs> maybe what were it's... you up for, like, the Nicole Kidman part? Yes. I think I was up for the uh, McConaughey part. He's in that? I know yeah, he's, he's in that. Right? He's in it. Yeah. No, I was... I think I had the Zac Efron part with it. What was Zac Efron? Okay. I, I have not seen this movie but i guess it's not as old as i thought <laughs> since zach efron is in it um i'm gonna have to stick with classic doug and put my faith in you that it is phase on love claire you've done it again that is correct wow. that was a great game doug thanks it, so much on <laughs> <laughs> love I was i was thinking it was going to be like something tying into like cobra kai and and you know, Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio, Phase On, Phase Off. But right, no. right. Well, Valentine's Day is uh, coming up, so this game was all love. I love mm -hmm. it. <laughs> <laughs> I do have other uh, movies from them uh, just waiting for future yep. installments. I might have to, you know, change the title, but since nobody likes Phase On, Phase Off. Wow. But, well, I'm not uh, going to say then the movie that I was hoping you'd say, because hopefully I get to play again someday and, and it'll come up then. There you go, exactly. Uh, Sam Levine, thank you for coming down here and trying to topple this, this giant 
this menace that we oh, had. That was the game? Hands. <laughs> yeah, you, you thanked me for it at the end and everything. Oh, um, okay. I thought that was a goofy game because of uh, the way what it played. Do you have okay, to cool. Plug? Oh, um, I, uh, what do I have to plug? Uh, find me on Cameo. That's about it. Uh, I have some other stuff, but it won't be out till I have no idea. So, uh, yeah, I'll come back on. You thought Maybe. that was a goofy game, like I had a serious game ready to go. Yeah, I thought we were going to do like uh, Last Man Stanton or maybe Classic Malton game or um, the IMDb game. No, it's, but, uh, it's what we're doing on the show now is only games that Claire Kramer excels at. Cool. <laughs> no. I, hey, I have no beef with this. Claire is wonderful and a delight. So I would listen to her on this show every week. <laughs> the, That's what people are going to have to do. <laughs> Uh, this week was lucky <laughs> yeah yeah she really lucked into that one this was really really competitive uh nick was also uh on the board right there poised to win but his movie the right one is available for your viewing pleasure now where yeah you, you can watch that yeah go check it out and you know one more quick plug for you know people have time for two movies uh dave made a maze uh, if it's why not yeah playing out there somewhere check it out um anything else you'd like to plug nick you know just um arby's.com like usual and yep. I think uh, that's don't about forget it. freaks and geeks is back on hulu you want to plug that also nick yeah oh yeah yeah and it's there was some sort of an issue with the order but we got that figured out yep thanks so much again for that uh-huh what happened there was issue with the order of the episodes as they were listed on Hulu, but Nick took care of it. Yeah. That's They're nice of you, Nick. Yeah, I saw one real. tweet. I saw one tweet and said, okay, let's just take it, you know, and I signed on to Hulu.com and got my password and all that. Fixed it. Oh, yep. wow. I didn't know that you people could just go on Hulu and fix things. Yeah, it's like Wikipedia. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> I can't wait to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think yeah. I named Beardo at the bar? <laughs> I got some real good synopsis ideas. I think, isn't it like, is it Prime where they will, if you click on more information, there's literally like a paragraph about the movie that will every one of them ends with more dot, 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 and then there's nothing to click on. And there's no <laughs> way to see the rest of whatever somebody wrote about that movie. Isn't that weird? I think it's on Prime. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't know, but that sounds like uh, very stressful fun to find out. Yeah. Uh, Claire Kramer <laughs> is going to be back again next week on Doug Complains About Streaming Services. Uh, you got to add that into your theme song, Doug. I know, right? It's like, it's your, your theme song's so good right now, but it is missing the streaming part. It's missing well, the, the quarantine. Is, the theme song's entirely about the theatrical experience that we yeah. haven't had for like a year. So I really should dig in and write some new lyrics about how I'll just, I'll sit at you home should, and watch every movie. In your you should change bag. the name yeah. of, uh, You should change the name of your podcast to Cougar Town. Ooh. Because that was a show that after the first season didn't, it wasn't about cougars anymore. And they wanted uh, to change. I was too deep a cut. I was too deep a cut. Yeah, but let's think of other, obviously Veep was a good one. She was like, for two right. or three seasons, she wasn't Veep. Right. Um, is there any other show titles where a change in this show made this title make no sense? Yeah, NCIS um, Miami. 
Why? What happened there? <laughs> they they moved it to Tampa, but they've still kept in Miami. Roseanne. <laughs> Roseanne for the new and the old or the Connor family. Yeah. Well, now it's called the Connors because they had to do something. But what about when they switched the Becky in the original one? Yeah. Well, Sarah Chalk's at least she's got a new show on Netflix now, so it's okay. But for a while I felt bad that the other Becky got to be on the new sitcom and Right. And Sarah just had to play like a guidance counselor in one episode or something. <laughs> Uh, seemed like a not a great deal, but seems to be working out for both of them. I'd rather hang out with Katherine Heigl all day than watch John Goodman eat. <laughs> <laughs> when reached for comment, Benson reportedly said. No, I hate that thing in the opening of the show where he like puts a, like a like a piece of hot dog or sausage or something in his mouth and he sticks it out with his tongue. It's just disgusting and it should not, it shouldn't be on television, but um, that's my own personal thing. Have a great Super Bowl Sunday, uh, what remains of it. And um, oh, my plug is that on Friday, February 12th, I'm a part of a virtual benefit for the Ann Arbor Comedy Showcase, a great comedy club in Ann Arbor, Michigan at five Pacific time. Uh, Jeff Tate is gonna host and there's just tons of people on it. Jackie Cation, Wendy Liebman, uh, Sam Levine is gonna come by and we're gonna play uh, Douglas Movies game. So just go to aacomedy.com and then find the uh, Jeff Tate show to get your ticket. Thanks for remembering the plugs I forgot, Doug. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you to Sam Levine, Nick Thune, and uh, she'll be back again next week. I should ask, can you come back again next week, Claire? I, I can. I'm okay. available. Claire Craig, that was a close one. Gonna be back. Uh, next week, I'm going to have to bring in more uh, heavy uh, artillery. artillery. Yeah, that's the word. Um, as always. Never you mind, honey. Never you mind. Now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.